last episode of History Talks with History Buff 1836, I discussed the possible involvement of the Cuban government in the assassination of Jim King and how they were not powerful enough to do so, that they were not involved in how ever the friends, their friends of the CIA was powerful enough to create a plan and execute the plan to cover up the whole thing so the public will not, not know that they were involved. In this episode, we'll be discussing the CIA, the LBJ, and military complex, as well as the Wilder Shores Territory conspiracy theories. So sit back and enjoy the show. The first problem we see with the CIA is that when many people, regardless of their positions, have filed for the freedom of information to request access to see the documents that the CIA has on the assassination of JFK. The CIA declined every request claiming it's a national security threat. And those files were released in 2017. But multiple people did not want to wait until 2017 if Oswald was a lone gunman. Two well-known well-known American historic historians David Kesar and General McKnight have come to the conclusion that there is, in fact, a conspiracy to kill JFK, which included CIA officials or disgruntled operatives. Every British service intelligence believes it was a CIA plot when Kennedy was assassinated. The French Secret Service even published a book titled Farewell America, alleging that the assassination was the plot of CIA in Texas Wellman. Even Jeff K said, how could I have been that stupid to trust the CIA? And then the whole Bay of Pig started. He also went on to say that he wanted to break the CIA into a thousand pieces, meaning that he wanted to break the CIA up and make it no longer an organization. Kenny also dismissed Director of CIA Alan Doles and his Deputy Director Charles Campbell. By the way, Charles is the brother of Earl, the mayor of Dallas, and was involved in planning JFK's trip to Dallas as well. Many American intelligence was worried about JFK's plan on CIA and the war with Cuba. Most of the people were mad at him for this. If you were to believe the CIA assassination, here's the fact that the major one, multiple CIA agents were on the possible conspirators, including David Phillips, David Morales E. Hunt, and Frank Sturgis, who was on the Cuban episode. All of these people were involved in some operation required to kill Kennedy. The people, the public became wary of the CIA's role when Hunt sued a magazine company for their allegations of the CIA involvement in the conspiracy to kill Kennedy. The jury believes Hunt was in Dallas on the day of the assassination and had lost that lawsuit. The jury sided with the magazine company and they kind of basically said, stated there was a conspiracy theory, kind of, sort of. If the CIA conspiracy theory was right, it might have been made official by two people leading the investigation on assassination. Ellen Dulles, the CIA Director of Counterintelligence, 
James Angleton. Tolles was a member of the Warren Commission, the original, which is the original investigation. And Angleton was a CIA officer who was the middleman for the Warren Commission in the CIA. Angleton had run fake ambassadors of the United States into Russia and conducted operations against the Soviet embassy in Mexico. He had also hid information in areas relating to Oswald. Sidebar real quick, which kind of relates. 1964, there was a death of the former wife of a top CIA member in Angleton had destroyed some key evidence in that murder. Same, same people who killed her, the same people who killed JFK. When Hunt was on his deathbed, he made a confession that he was a part of the big event and that David Phillips, Frank Sturgis, William Harvey, Dela Morales, Corn Mayer, whose wife had died in Angleton, destroyed some evidence in the investigation. And Johnson worked together on a plan to kill Kennedy, but many conspiracy theorists, or conspiracyologists, do not buy into this confession. And they choose not, they choose to believe that CIA was not involved in the killing portion, but they were involved in the cover-up story of the assassination. That's mostly it for the CIA conspiracy theory. I find it interesting how all of these all are connected in some way, form or fashion. Like, it has some kind of government people, and yes, I know all of them include killing the president, but not talking about that part, talking about the connections of government people. So the next part is the military-industrial complex conspiracy theory. Military-industrial complex conspiracy theory is one of the most pressing theories out there in the opinion of David Southwall. Military-industrial complex claims that he, that the assassination of JFK was done by military force joint chiefs of staffs, including Chairman General Maxwell Taylor, and either military and intellective members in CIA. They had motivations. They had motivations from removing President Kennedy from office, who had believed he had the major, major role in ending the Cold War. Following the missile crisis in 1962, Kennedy made a secret deal not to invade Cuba signing the te nuclear test ban treaty, as well as planning a major reduction in military spending. October 11, 1963, Kennedy signed the National Security Action Memorandum Number 263, resolving to withdraw American forces from Vietnam by the end of the year of 1965. Military-industrial complex was majorly upset at Kennedy for this. A, not invading Cuba, B, withdrawing forces in Vietnam, and three, military cuts would end up causing, the causing them billions of dollars. Another possible motive was 10 days before Kennedy was assassinated, he signed the National Security Action Memorandum Number 271, unique the space race against the Soviet Union, leading to a joint landing program. If enacted, it would cost complex billions of dollars again, and it would look soft as the Soviets were advocated. The military-industrial complex would supposedly go to great shrinks by Operation Northwood, by Operation Northwood, which proposed terrorist hijackings, bombings in the United States that would falsely flag as Cuban attacks stirred the pot, basically forcing Kennedy to invade Cuba. Chief of Staff approved it and Kennedy vetoed it, apparently. Shooting the president and blaming it on Oswald, making Oswald seem as he was a Cuban supporter, supports Operation Northwood. Thus, having U.S. military having the power to execute the plan and fired up a cover-up story for the plan. A, and the evidence follows as A, having some of the best skilled shooters in the world 
B. Ordering a 112th military intelligence group to lower the presidential security support. 3. Control the autopsy of JFK. Which, in fact, an HSCA medical specialist said that this about the JFK autopsy. Quote, one of the most incomplete, superficial, inadequate, impotent, forensic, pathological, impotent medical autopsies I have ever seen. End quote. Now, what is this guy, Mr. Well, basically? This guy is saying, well, basically, that the JFK's autopsy was not 100% complete and done to standards for basic autopsies and was a slack show. Ooh. So, and I did a podcast on autopsy. Go back and listen to it. Was the military industrial complex conspiracy and assassination of JFK? Might have, it might have, but you can decide for yourself. That's why there was their theories. But the road to the conflict was clear. On November 25th, Johnson met with the U.S. Ambassador to South Vietnam, South Vietnam, Henry Lodge. The following day, LBJ had signed the National Security Action Memorandum Number 273, which completely reversed Kennedy's policy on backing away from Vietnam and letting them stay and helping South Vietnam's government to fight against Northern Vietnam's communism. LBJ said this to the Joint Chief of Staff. Let me win the election, and then you can have your war. End quote. This conspiracy theory is clearly linked to the LBJ's conspiracy theory. And LBJ said it. And that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from the break. Alright, welcome back. LBJ was already in trouble before starting out as a VP for Kennedy. Kennedy knew about his troubles and was even thinking about dropping him from the Democratic ticket. But LBJ did become the VP. So let's talk about LBJ scandal. On the day of the assassination, there was a secret session of the Senate to hear evidence that he had received a $1,000 payment, $100,000 payment, for his role in bringing the CFX fighter jet flying contract to North Texas, to Fort Worth, Texas. When LBJ became president, he ordered the investigation to stop. He did not want his political career to end to jail. Okay, a prison. Uh, is there any evidence that proves LBJ was in the plot? Yes. Well, sort of. Jeff Cade's mistress placed LBJ at a meeting with multiple people that Johnson would later appoint to the Warren Commission. In Dallas prior to the assassination. Kennedy was a topic. Kennedy was a topic at the meeting and where LBJ had said, quote, Kennedy will never embarrass me again, end quote. There was even an unidentified fingerprint at Texas Cobook Depository, and it later turned out to be Mac Wallace, who was a close associate of LBJ. Mac had been found guilty of murdering John Kinsey the lover of Johnson's sister. He avoided death penalty thanks to Johnson. J. Evett Hazley wrote a book exposing LBJ's relation, relationship with Billy Estes. Billy previously served 
prison time for fraud, and Billy had his lawyer write to the Department of Justice claiming that he was he had knowledge of LBJ had Wallace killed nine people, including JFK. The Department of Justice did not investigate these claims. People found conspiracy around that JFK had managed JFK's trip to da to Dallas. LBJ had a close close relationship with J. Edgar Hoover, who is the head of the FBI, and he did edit evidence relating to the assassination of JFK. Jackie Kennedy also believes LBJ was behind the murder of JFK. The material, material about her views of LBJ's murder, murdering JFK is on view at the Kennedy Library until 2016. 67, sorry. If you think those are crazy theories, just sit back and wait. It's only getting crazier from here. As we continue to talk about the Wilder Shores territory. Theories. Theory territory. The list of possible suspects of the assassination of JFK will shock you. David Southwell thinks, who wrote the book I'm using to guide this podcast, Kennedy Assassination, Conspiracy that truth behind the conspiracy that killed the president. He has received multiple communications with him that the JFK assassination was organized by either A, British royal family, B, the Freemasons, C, alien shapeshifters, D, interdimensional shapeshifters, E, Bobby Kennedy, and a whole bunch more which he has listed in his book. The evidence for those claims often come from the Wallace Shores conspiracy theory. It's kind of not, it's not really sufficient enough. The mosaic involvement can be proved because Dallas is 10 miles from the 33rd line of latitude and 33rd degree is the highest Freemasonry order there is. Don't know what that is. I'll probably post on Instagram, maybe. And they believe that a steel object from an umbrella was actually shot. And this is where conspiracy split. They either think that the umbrella was rigged to fire a poison dart and paralyze Kennedy before the fatal shot, or the umbrella was rigged to shoot the fatal shot. The umbrella is whack, I know. And it's not true. But it seems reasonable compared to other Wild Shores ones. Portion of the Wild Shores is that the Kennedy got shot, causing his head to explode, which did happen. But it was caused by a powerful psychic, a fatally alien implant. Yes, you heard me correctly. Alien implant. And this is not true. It just goes to show you how crazy people are with these conspiracy theories. This runs along with that the line that Jackie Kennedy shot her husband with a hidden gun. And there's a lot of websites telling this theory. Jackie Kennedy did not shot her husband with a hidden gun, but Jackie Kennedy does believe that LBJ did part did, did the murder uh, part of it. The public, one of the popular theories of the Wild Shores is that one of the secret service members who was driving the limbo limo, William Greer, had shot Chip Cake. There's plenty of video and photo evidence that clearly shows his hands did not move from the steering wheel. What one conspiracologist believes otherwise, and has turned this into a cult belief. Another disposable conspiracy of Wild Shores is the key connection to Nazism. 
like Operation Paperclip, meaning former head of V2 rocket program, which is a rock, a long missile program from Germany during World War II. Dr. Walter came to America at the end of World War II and started working at Bell Helicopter, becoming the boss of Michael Payne, who was married to Ruth, who took in the Oswalds and, and helped Lee get a job at the, helped Lee get a job at the Texas Cobalt Depository. It's just a coincidence, coincidence that they happen to have a little connection. I think so. Just because you know someone doesn't automatically mean that you're affiliated with their actions they're involved in making. But I believe this this and all conspiracy theories out there are not true. That's what the theories, but you believe in whatever your heart desires. One of the craziest theories from the Wild Shores was the JFK assassination was a cover-up by UFO evidence. The CIA memo shows JFK writing to the agency's director for releasing its files under the Freedom of Information request before the assassination taking place. Those files weren't in the blanket. Another memo shows JFK writing to NASA instructing them to work closely with the Soviet Union on space exploration. Remember, he ended the space race with them. Researcher Stephen Birmingham had always shown a convincing enough argument JFK defined the military industrial complex that's been kept with the National Security Action Memorial number 271, which has been kept secret for like 20 years. And so that's kind of it for the wild tours from, and let's talk about Marina Oswald and her beliefs on why Oswald did it. This isn't conspiracy theory, but I just thought I would throw this in here. Uh, Marina Oswald had, had, had always had different stories on why her husband killed JFK. And one of them is the Federal Reserve Bank. And I don't have much detail on why Oswald was upset at the Federal Reserve Bank, but it's out there. I'm pretty sure you can look it up, research it, do your own. And really, these episodes could be really long. Just the one conspiracy theories can be really long if I wanted to go great and deep. Yeah. But I kind of just wanted to cover the bases of it so you kind of have a general knowledge. And that you can always expand your knowledge. Pick a book, look up a YouTube video. Credible sources, though. Use credible sources. The Wild Shores is all over the place. With multiple conspiracy theories in one. It is definitely not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. And all of them are not true. Because conspiracy theories aren't true. They're just theories. That's it for this episode. Sorry, it's long. It's all, a lot of conspiracy theories in one. And uh, sorry if I stumbled around words and stuff. This is like the fifth time I've recorded this. So without further ado, have a great day. Peace. Join us next time on History Talks for the season finale. Hey guys, History Buff, A236 here. In this episode, we use the Kenny assassination, the truth behind the conspiracy that killed the president that's written by David Southwell, and Kenny's last day, the assassination that defined a generation that's written by Bill O'Reilly. Peace.